0: what's going on far far away family welcome to star wars Intent. so how's everybody doing on this dreadful monday yep it's monday again look at it like this including this week there's only seven weeks to go until the release of kenobi which will be the slowest seven weeks of our lives and i'm trying to be patient but it seems like time is traveling at the speed of snail and i favor assist so patience isn't one of my strong points i want it to come out right now but what can I do? I'm not in control of the time, but we are in control of getting to the next part of this story, because when we left off last week, Sarah was going in to question Bane. Lucia recognized Bane as Dez, her commander in the Gloomwalkers, and the Huntress was just sticking around acting weird, even though she's already been paid. So let's get to the next part of the story, and how do we do that? By dropping the intro.
1: Well, you, have. you are now tuned into a Star Wars show, so just get back when ready to float. Clear your mind of what you know, and well, let's force me the course of where we go. As we take this journey far, far away, now let's hear what Darth Vader has to say. We would be honored if you would join us. Sarah instantly recognized the face from her nightmares. He was older, but his features were unmistakable. The bald head, the thick, heavy brow, the cruel set of his eyes and jaw. Beside her, Lucia gasped loudly as the prisoner fixed the three women with his cold, merciless gaze. Sarah glanced over and saw a strange expression on the ex-soldier's face. Something had obviously upset her. Lucia was the bravest person the princess had ever met, yet she was clearly distraught. Was it possible she was actually afraid of this man? Even while he was chained? Or did she feel sympathy for him? She knew Lucia disapproved of what she was doing. Did her friend think she was a monster now, or was it something else? Her friend's unexpected reaction unsettled Sarah, and she fought the instinct to turn and flee from the man in the cell. She had nothing to fear from her prisoner this time. This time he was the victim, not her. No matter what Lucia thinks, Sarah thought, I have to do this. Do you know who I am? She demanded. His answer came slowly. The stimulant she had given him only countered the physical effect of the Senflax. The toxin still clouded his mind, dulling his focus and concentration. An enemy from the past. The words were slightly slurred, and it was impossible to read anything into the flat, emotionless tone. She couldn't tell if he actually recognized her, or if he was just making a generalization based on the fact that she had taken him prisoner. My name is Sarah. Khalib was my father. She told him. She wanted him to know. She wanted him to understand who had done this to him. Is this revenge for him? He asked after a long moment, the Senflax making his mind lethargic. Or for what I did to you? Both, she replied, picking up a needle marked with a black sticker. Again she injected it into his neck. This time, however, the effects were markedly different. His eyes rolled back in his head and his teeth slammed shut, narrowly missing his tongue. Then his body began to convulse, causing his chains to rattle madly. Lucia turned away in disgust, unable to watch. The Huntress leaned in closer, enthralled by his chemical-induced torment. Sarah let the seizure continue for a full 10 seconds before injecting him with one of the yellow needles to counter the effects. Do you see the kind of punishment I can inflict on you? She asked. Now do you understand what it's like to be at the helpless mercy of another? He didn't answer right away. His breathing was ragged, his face and bare scalp covered in sweat from the pain he had just endured. A spastic tremble had seized his left hand, causing it to twitch and flex madly in its iron cuff. You have no lessons to teach me, he gasped. I understand suffering in ways you will never comprehend. Why did you kill my father? Sarah asked, picking up another black needle and holding it up for him to see. Khalib did not die by my hand. She stabbed the needle into his neck, inducing another seizure. She let this one continue nearly twice as long before administering the antidote. She expected him to pass out from the pain, but somehow he managed to stay conscious. Lies will be punished, she warned him. I did not kill your father, he insisted. Though his voice was so weak, she could barely hear him. I told you that I saw another in my visions, the Huntress reminded her. A young woman with blonde hair. Perhaps she was the killer. Sarah glared at the ictochi before turning her attention back to the man in chains. Is this true? He didn't answer. Though a cunning smile played at the corner of his lips. Tell me what happened to my father! Sarah shouted, slapping him across the face. Her nails raked his cheek, slicing the flesh with four long, deep furrows. Blood welled up quickly into the wounds and began to run down toward his chin. Bane didn't answer, however. Jaw clenched, Sarah reached down to grab another of the black needles, but Lucia seized her wrist. He didn't kill your father! The bodyguard shouted, Why are you still doing this? Sarah yanked her wrist free angrily. He may not have done the deed, but he's the reason my father is dead. She insisted. She turned back to the prisoner. Do you deny that? Kaleeb was weak, the man muttered. When he ceased to be of use, he was destroyed. This is the way of the dark side. Sarah picked the needle up from the table. This won't bring your father back, Lucia pleaded. I want him to see what it's like to be helpless and afraid, Sarah hissed. I want him to know what it's like to be a victim. I want him to understand that what he did to my father, to me, was wrong. The weak will always be victims, the prisoner said, his voice growing stronger. That's the way of the universe. The strong take what they want and the weak suffer at their hands. That is their fate. It is inevitable. Only the strong survive. Because only the strong deserve to. You only believe that because you don't know what it's like to suffer, the princess shot back at him. I know what it means to suffer, he replied, his words no longer thick and slurred. I used to be a victim, but I refused to accept my lot in life. I made myself strong. As he spoke, drops of blood from the gashes on his cheek fell from his chin and splashed to the floor. Those who are victims have no one to blame but themselves. They do not deserve pity. They are victims because of their own failures and weaknesses. But it didn't matter how strong you were. Lucia said, suddenly jumping into the discussion. Don't you see that? You still ended up as a prisoner. Had I been stronger, I would not have been captured. He countered, a fierce light burning in his eyes. If I am not strong enough to escape, I will continue to suffer until I die. But if I am strong enough to escape... Sarah slammed the black needle down and grabbed one of the green, injecting him with another dose of Senflax. You will never leave this dungeon alive. She promised as her victim slipped back under the influence of the drug, his eyes glazing over as his head lolled forward again.
0: Okay, Sarah has lost her mind. She is so ravaged with revenge, she won't even listen to reason. Lotia tries to get her to see the wrong in her actions, but Sarah's bound and determined to make Bane suffer and understand how it feels to be helpless. But Bane being Bane tells her that the weak will always suffer at the hand of the strong. That's the way of the galaxy. It was his fault he got captured. He wasn't strong enough to keep it from happening. And that was about it for this part. So let's get to the quote of this week, and it comes to us from the great country singer, Willie Nelson. Once you have replaced negative thoughts with positive ones, you will start to have positive results. That's a very strong quote. Success is not measured by what you have gained. Success is measured by the changes you made to get there. The gain is just the result of the change. You change your mindset, be more positive. You change your work ethic, work harder, The change that you have made inside yourself, that is the truth behind the success. It is the hardest obstacle that one will face in their journey. Because success depends on your will to succeed. That starts with changing yourself. Someone that stays the same does not grow and does not move forward. So they are stuck right where they are at. Okay, that's it for today. Join us tomorrow for the next part of the story. We hope to see you there. Thank you for listening to Star Wars in 10. Tune in next time for more Star Wars adventures. If you would like to listen to other episodes of the show, you can follow us on all major podcast directories. If you enjoyed the show, we would really appreciate a five-star review. Once again, thank you for listening and may the Force be with you. Star Wars in 10 was created by Keen Eye Shed and is distributed by Swaycast Network. This show was produced by Pig Film Media, sound designed by Theodore Thompson, researched by Leslie Schneider. I am your host Kyle, and we will see you next time in a galaxy far, far away.